Hi everyone and welcome to episode one of the Lost Words podcast. I'm your host Joe and as weird as that feels to say I'll probably get used to it eventually. Um, I would like to start this episode off with an apology first and foremost to everyone who has bugged me about this. Apologies to everyone, I'm sorry for taking so long. Thank you for bearing with me and also thank you to all those who kept asking where the podcast was. You know how I am, I put way too much pressure on myself to do everything perfectly including releasing the perfect first episode. And I know it isn't really realistic for me to expect perfection the first time I do something. Uh, I'm still learning this, but here we go. To those of you who have kept haranguing me, rolling your eyes when I said I wasn't ready, this is for you. To those of you who encouraged me to actually get up and do this when I said I wasn't sure, this is for you. And to those of you who have heard about this podcast from word of mouth, thank you very much for listening and I hope you stick with me. I started this podcast as a way to get things off my chest but also to inspire discussion amongst my peers, bring light to some things that I don't necessarily think get the traction or discussion they deserve in the world, in the community and amongst my my demographic, hence the title, The Lost Words. I usually have um, good discussions, but they're with the same few people and you don't always get a differing perspective, especially if you're talking about a topic they don't understand or care about. And sometimes it's nice to have disagreements if you can do so amicably, so you can see things from a different perspective or a different point of view, however you want to say it. So even though regular scheduling may have me recording on my own, occasionally I may have guests on the podcast and we may have we may like revisit topics that I've covered alone on previous episodes. But I'll always tell you what kind of things to expect in the episode synopsis. So if you come across a new episode, check what I'll be talking about first to see if it's something that either interests you or something I've spoken about before that you don't necessarily want to hear again or want to hear a bit more of a deep dive from. I'll try and make the descriptions as as, um, in-depth as possible. Interestingly enough, as a side note, I saw a few people had listened to my um, now-deleted placeholder episode from countries around the world that I have no affiliation with, including Panama, Sweden, and Peru. So to my overseas listeners, I don't know how you got here, but I thank you for your time. Anyways, now that's out of the way, let me get right to it because I have two things I want to talk about today and I'm going to try and condense both topics into 15 or so minutes and I'm also going to try and do this in one take because one of the most irritating things about doing this podcasting shtick is having to edit the audio because I hate listening to myself and I hate re-recording things and it's funny that I decided to make a podcast considering how much I dislike listening back to my own voice but here we are. This is a cliche topic for a first episode and maybe even a cliche topic in general, but for ages, I've actually wanted to talk about something off the back of something my friend Rashawn said. If you're listening, I'm finally getting around to answering your question that you posted on Snapchat months ago, which was something along the lines of why does everyone on social media want to see us fail? And the short answer to that is people don't really want to see you fail. It the long answer kind of goes to the whole misery loves company thing but if you want to hear the long answer buckle up and bear with me for a bit because what i'm about to get into is basically the way i see social media use in this day and age what we use it for why we use it in the way we do and our expectations that have slowly but surely been social and engine socially engineered into our subconscious so if this is something that you think you've heard before or something that you think you've heard too many different takes on i'm sorry in advance I'm actually planning to talk about some things that people may know without actually being actively aware of. And the way I'm going to say this is going to seem like a really long way to get to a short point. But I think it's important that I preface my thoughts with an explanation from the beginning because context is important. 
So if you've got a little time, I would appreciate if you can hear me out. Firstly, a point of awareness, and this might seem like the most obvious thing ever, but nearly every service that we use that's connected to the internet for convenience is meant to profit off of our vanity, our laziness, or our curiosity. That's the way I see it. But they weren't always like that. All the big online services that you can think of or social media platforms started off as a way to draw you in and then made it so that leaving would be difficult for one reason or another. If you take Facebook as the classic example, a lot of people, for example, now can't get rid of their Facebook accounts because it's the only way they can talk to their family on the other side of the world. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Nothing necessarily major in terms of the operation of the website itself, but little things that like keep you there. Um, one point, Instagram was just a place where you could share photos. You couldn't share any videos, any stories or anything like that. Snapchat was just a place to store short videos. Twitter was a place where you had like 140 characters to just talk to a tailored audience. And now you can advertise on all of these platforms. But now, but before back then, there were no ads, no connected services, no surveys and so on and so forth. But as with most things, the companies have to try and like monetize the product, obviously. And in this case, the products are the users. They'll try and say any new features are for like innovation and improving user experience, but it's all about making money. Don't let these people pull the wool over your eyes. And this is why I hardly believe anything these big corporations say, but I digress. I'm moving away from my original point. In this day and age, there are a bunch of different ways you can put yourself out there on the internet, online dating, photo sharing, blog posting, YouTube, streaming, podcasting, and so on and so forth. It doesn't take that long to swipe right, to double tap a picture, upload new content and with and all the other bells and whistles that come with social networking and stuff and there's nothing wrong with any of that for most people it's entertainment for some people it's work for some people it's just a way to pass time but these things really are an actual time sink and you would probably be surprised at just how much time you spend on these platforms intentionally or not and over time it begins to have a much bigger effect on some people than they can imagine last july so July 2019, Instagram decided to trial removing the likes shown on people's posts and their justification for doing so was that they want people to focus on the content. I'm not saying this word for word um, and not the amount of likes they get. I have my own opinions on the real reasons as to why they've done this, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and go along with their line of thinking that it's about mental health. To a large number of people, a fixation on the numbers has been burned into our psyche over time. Um, not necessarily to go viral or anything like that, but to upload at a time when we'll get the most engagement, the most likes, the most comments and whatever. Sometimes it's even a thought to compare to our friends, which seems crazy to me. Um, not in a nasty way, but like numbers breed competition and we kind of always want to be on top. I personally know people that have actively deleted and re-uploaded things online at what they consider to be prime time in order to get more engagement. And that's really funny to me. Um, cause when you think about it on a surface, on the surface level, you're literally com you're competing with your friends to get more likes, more retweets, more comments. And it's like you versus your friends or you versus an algorithm. You don't have a con don't have any control over. And the purpose of what you've actually uploaded your content for is lost. Because when you think about it, if you take a picture or something and you want to upload it, you kind of just want to get it out to an audience. That's, that's literally the fundamentals of it. But over time it's become a, a thing where you put it up online because you want to get more likes it's 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 about your vanity which goes back to my original point and i don't think it's something that a lot of people considered for a while and this is the beginning of the bigger effect that social media has on people because the engagement translates to happiness and what was once an idle hobby 
has more of an effect on you as time goes by because everybody can be going through something in their life and portray that they're having the time of their lives online because your natural instinct isn't to upload your worst moments when you're online so you're seeing everybody's best or what they want you to see and now we're coming to the answer of the initial question which may have been lost in all the talking I've done so I'll remind you the question was basically why do people on social media want to see us fail and the answer is not as simple as wanting to see people fail but it's more that the climate has led us to lean on the attention and engagement that we get from social media for happiness so it's not our sole source of happiness but it's easy enough to like you know load up one of your socials and find something to laugh at or smile at from something someone has uploaded and when you're having a bad day or a bad time in life in general the thought of your peers having similar struggles is somewhat comforting because now you think it isn't just you that's going through it so i realize that sounds bad but it isn't that you're like wishing ill on people it's more that you just don't want to feel like you're alone when things aren't going well for you so on that note watch out for the people that only seem to reach out to you when you post that you're going through stuff because those people are sometimes looking for an opportunity to unload their problems onto someone else and you might end up taking on the problems of others when you haven't even taken care of your own problems or taken care of yourself and I have a lot more to say on this subject but I do think this topic is really suited for a question and answer kind of environment so I'm going to leave it here I feel like I've covered most of the things I actually did want to say and I haven't really gotten to my second topic yet I've already spoken for however long nearly 10 minutes and I haven't gotten to my second topic which is the coronavirus crisis um, I don't really have too much to say on that but let me make it 100% clear going into this that I say I speak for myself and I'm not trying to tell people what to do or how to act so Rashawn, I hope this has answered your question to me it's not that people want to see you fail as much as it is they want to feel that they are not alone when they are suffering that's the short answer to the um to the short question but let me get into this corona topic really quickly because it seems to be something that we're going to have to deal with for a, a good few months going forward four years ago so 2016 it was widely accepted at least to me when i was looking at things all over the internet that we had one of the best summers that we've had in years um so summer 2016 we had at least in this country we had good weather pokemon go is bringing people together from all walks of life it was a period where everyone was sociable regardless of background circumstance age whatever and now we've entered a period of isolation and social distancing a lot of people are reminiscing on those times including myself um, right now we're not advised to go out at the moment unless it's for the absolute essentials and a lot of people I know aren't actually leaving their houses at all some people are having to work from home some people aren't working at all and some people have lost their jobs but a common theme I've noticed is a general sense of togetherness which is nice um, this is the good part of social media where it brings people together and it doesn't and people don't feel alone even though they're physically isolated from everybody else like no one's going through their norm at the moment if they're not at work so they're kind of just stuck in their house with whoever it's easy to feel low and bored when you have nothing to do and seeing family and friends is out of the question so check up on them i for one hope that the togetherness that i'm seeing from people continues long after things go back to normal because it's nice to see some of the things i've seen where people discover that they actually do like their siblings or their flatmates and there are all sorts of challenges going around people are catching up on shows they haven't been able to watch they're reading more they're discovering new hobbies i've i've discovered that i know a lot of chefs i myself have been baking a lot this week and i caught up on another podcast that i was listening to that i was 22 episodes behind on and i'm looking for a new book to read at the moment so hit me up with suggestions on that front
please and thank you. Importantly, there's obviously a lot of uncertainty regarding the situation with the coronavirus and when things are going to go back to normal. So please be mindful of people's circumstances. Let people be forthcoming with the information that they want to tell you rather than asking questions about their living situations that you can't possibly or positively affect. Be careful not to spread any misinformation as well because there's a whole lot of that going around and I had no idea that so many people on my WhatsApp contact list were doctors or philosophers, but a lot of them seem to be telling me best practices and sharing conspiracy theories. If you're one of these people and you're listening right now, I have no time for any of this. Please leave me alone. It doesn't help. Listen to the professionals and do not be quick to share unfounded information because this always does more harm than good. And as much information as there is available to us, we are not meant to process this much information and that can be very overwhelming. It makes it very difficult for people to discern what's true and what isn't. Let's not forget also that the social isolation doesn't mean you can't leave the house. As I've already mentioned, you're allowed to go out for the essentials. You're not prohibited from leaving your house. Go for a walk, go for a jog, get some fresh air. All the gyms are closed if you're one of those people that's like in the gym all the time. But that doesn't mean you can't go for a light jog, a little bit of exercise outdoors. Just try to adhere to the guideline of maintaining a distance of six feet between yourself and the next person. Even if you don't necessarily care about the seriousness of this virus, other people are not necessarily going to share your views. So if you're not going to respect yourself, please respect others. From what I saw when I was out yesterday, that shouldn't be too difficult because nobody seems to want to leave their house at all, which is understandable. Anyways, that's all I have to say in relation to the coronavirus topic because I'm not one of these medical professionals and I'm not about to get into any conspiracy theories or anything like that. If that's what you thought this podcast was going to be, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Um, this episode was mostly a response to the question that Rashawn asked, but I have to use this platform responsibly, which is the reason for the coronavirus message. I really did have no excuse for not putting out any content, as I've already said. Um, I've got very little else to do outside of my reading. Um, but thank you all for listening more love more light and until next time stay safe remember to take time for yourself remember to look out for your um your family and your um, and your strong friends and don't look for validation behind a screen if you've got any thoughts on this episode you can tweet me at at last words pod or you can even send in a voice clip the link for that should be in the podcast description Usually I would cover a couple more things in the episode, but I really had to get this one out before I lost my train of thought on everything. So until next time, peace and love. And thank you for everyone to everyone for listening.